Welcome back to the Feeling Inspired Podcast. My name is Mahesh and I'm your host. Today we're going to talk a little bit about, um, in a sense, receiving the blessing or receiving what the universe has for us. And the title of the podcast is At the Buffet with No Plate. And and that's a visual, uh, it's an image, it kind of evokes something, right? So let's just imagine you're hungry and uh, you're at the buffet and you see lots of food there um, and you can smell the food and you want to eat it and there's lots of people there at the restaurant and but there's no more plates, right? There's no more bowls, there's no more plates. There's nothing, there's no napkins, there's nothing for you to put the food on, okay? Um, I want to talk about another uh, image, right? Imagine if you lived in a place and your water was cut off, you didn't have any water, and you needed water, and you asked the universe, hey, could I get some water, please? Because I just need to, you know, take a little shower or, um, and the universe says, hey, there's a stream uh, not too far away. Um, come on by and you say, okay, great. And you make your way over to the stream and, uh, you don't have a bucket or anything that you can bring the water back with, you know, and you have your hands, right? You put your hands out there and you try to get the, I'm going somewhere with this. I know it's a little, (laughs) it's a little out there, right? I am going somewhere with this. You got your hands out and the universe has this stream of water fresh water, drinkable water that's right there for you. And it guided you to the water, but you have to bring your own bucket in this case. Now, are we going to be upset with the universe that the universe didn't provide us with a bucket in addition to the water, right? Now, first and foremost, we ask for water. Um, Or... You know, let's say in the, in the other in the other idea, the other metaphor, we we wanted some uh, some food. The universe dropped us to a free buffet. It just happened to be a special day once a year, <laughs> once in a once in ten years. They have this day where it's free, but you have to bring your own plate. And you get there, and you didn't bring a plate. You didn't know, and now now you're upset uh, with the universe for leaving you hanging once again. Now, what I'm talking about is something that I've experienced before, and I think it's something that I'm only awakening to now that I've been asking the universe to provide me all of these things. And I, I've only recently realized that maybe the universe does have them there for me. Maybe the universe did guide me to the stream and maybe the universe might be guiding you to the stream already too, but the universe didn't give you a bucket, you know? And, um, there was this other, other image that came, that came to mind, um, was there's a bunch of ships at the, at the Harbor, but my, uh, my gate is closed. Or, the, you know, you have to open the gate so the ship could come in and you can unload it. So it kind of hit me when I was riding over the bridge. I was looking at all the ships in the harbor and I was thinking, what if I energetically now see? Because the reason part of the reason why this is now 
if it was so straightforward, you know, if it was like, hey, just bring a bucket, it would be simple and straightforward. And you just go get a bucket and that's it, right? And somebody would tell you exactly what to do. Grab a bucket and go. But we're dealing with things that are on a, on a less literal, on a less literal stage. And so there isn't a blueprint per se for you to live your truth. Because, and the reason, the reason why that is, is because there is a blueprint to live what somebody else has done. And there's nothing wrong with um, mimicking another person's success or what worked for somebody else and putting your own spin on it. Nothing wrong with that. But for some of us, you're, for some of us, and at least for me, I think to a certain extent, my vision has kind of a unique difference to it. And I'm still figuring that out. And so I either haven't discovered a blueprint for what I'm trying to do exactly the way I'm trying to do it. And it's possible that it doesn't exist. And it's possible that the gift that you have to bring into the world and what you are going to bring into the world, maybe somebody hasn't quite done that before. And so some of this stuff, it's a lot less literal. We can't get caught up in exactly what am I supposed to, exactly how am I supposed to do it? Because if you start Googling that, you can get sidetracked. One thing that blows me away these days is um, we used to have, uh, and we still do, everybody wants to become a doctor or a lawyer. When I was a kid, I didn't understand that. When I was a kid, I didn't understand it. Part of the reason could be because my mom's kind of a hippie and she's do whatever you want. But I didn't understand it. I was, why do all these, why do all these people that I know, they all want to become a doctor. They all want to become a lawyer. And I literally didn't understand it up until maybe a couple of years ago because my partners has a lot of cousins who are doctors and I hadn't really been around. I actually have a couple of cousin cousins who are doctors as well. And I hadn't really been around doctors like that before. So I started to talk to them, you know, Hey, what's going on? What, you know, do you like your job? I mean, what do you do? And when I heard what the salary was, you see, of some of the doctors, you know, when you're talking about $300,000 a year, you know, for a general doctor, <laughs> okay, okay, $300,000, like, whoa, I didn't know a doctor made $300,000, okay, that's a, if you specialize, you can make more, and all of a sudden, it clicked in my mind, oh, that's why everybody wants to become a doctor, it's not necessarily that they are, they, that it's their born talent. It's not necessarily that they are a medicine person. It's not necessarily that they have altruistic values and they really want to help out people and they really care and the Hippocratic Oath and all this. It's not necessarily that. There's prestige, there's power, there's uh, a huge financial, right? So if you're making 300,000 a year, you know, even if you had $200,000 of loans, you know, you got to put that in perspective with that 300. Now, depending on where you are in the in in the country, you know, you might make a little less or more. But 
I've never heard somebody just so candidly say, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to do a specialization. So then I can move from, you know, 200, 300, you know, and I was like, wow. And now that now what's changed is now what you hear is not just doctors and lawyers, and, but what you also hear is tech. I want to be an engineer. Do you even like computers? You see, is that even something that even moves your spirit at all? Maybe so, because honestly, these days we have a lot of folks who just they connect with the Internet. They connect with the with they connect with the the software and the idea and the kind of mechanics. Um, a lot of people grew up on the Internet. Um, so. But at the end of the day, not really, OK, because it's all about the money. Right. If you really drill down, it's because you want to make a lot of money. And I understand that there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But when but one of the things that you'll see that happens a lot is you have a lot of people that go in after all the money. That's all they wanted was to go after the money. And then what you see is you see a lot of depression that happens, not immediately. But after they've been making a particular amount of money for a while and the culture starting to tear them down a little bit, you see a little bit of depression and a little bit of regret starting to creep in because of all of the 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 human sacrifices that they had to do. I don't mean uh, like <laughs> I realized I don't mean like they're sacrificing human beings, but they had to sacrifice aspects of their humanity, you see, to try to fit into this mold. And I think we all do this. Uh, or we can all we all have the option to fall into this trap of sacrificing our values for a check. And not temporarily, you see, because there's a difference between, you know what, I'm going to sacrifice my values for a period of time to give me uh, to get stabilized enough so that I can, you know, and I'm going to keep this on the side and I'm going to keep working it, you know, so. There's different ways to go about it, but I think this image of like, wait a minute, my prayers have been answered already. But have I brought a bucket? Okay, now let me get a little bit more specific about what a bucket could be. So there's such a thing as an offer, right, that you can create if you don't have one already or you can adjust. There's something called an offer, you know? And an offer is what you're offering in a sense, right? But it's, it's also, it's, it's kind of created, you see? It's, there's more, it's not just, verbal necessarily. I mean, it could be, but it's written down half of the time. So for example, what I realized was if someone came to me and wanted to give me money, and this is good for you to ask yourself, if someone came to you and and, and wanted to give you money, or if the universe came through someone and the universe wanted to give you money through that person. And they said, what are you offering? Where's your bucket? 
Where's your plate? Okay? What would you have to offer? What would you have to offer? So, for example, let's say you did a spiritual coach, spiritual coaching. And let's say, for example, you charged $200 an hour for spiritual coaching, okay? And if somebody came to you and said, what do you have to offer? And you said, I have spiritual coaching for $200 an hour. That's an offer. However, let's say your goal or your dream is to be able to buy yourself and your family a home. And you also want to buy both of your parents a home. How many $200 an hour clients could you see in a year? If you could not see enough clients in a year or on a yearly basis to be able to buy yourself a home, your dream, not just a, uh, not just a, a tiny version of your dream, but your dream. My dream, my dream place to live is where I have fruit trees in the backyard. Okay. I hope to keep be doing, I hope to keep doing this podcast and be able to say, I got it. I'm not there yet. Okay. My dream is to have fruit trees in the backyard. My dream is to have a house that goes into water that I can swim in, whether that be a lake or the ocean. My dream is to have a meditation room and a recording studio and for my wife to have an art studio and for us to have, you know, so that's my dream. I'm not sure what your dream is, but if you take it to the utmost, the furthest reaches of your imagination, your dream, right? For some people, it's a farm. For some people, it's a high rise. They want to be in the, in the city. They love being downtown. For some people, it's um, making a difference in their community, you know, but not just emotionally, but they want to make a financial difference. Some people's dream is to start a scholarship so that they can give back and help people get into school. Whatever your dream is. Now, if you add it up and you say, okay, if I did spiritual coaching, here's my offer. If the universe came to me through a person and said, I want to give you some money. And when your offer is, hey, I can do spiritual coaching $200 an hour. And that's a stretch. Right. You're like two hundred dollars an hour for for spiritual coaching. I'm not even licensed, whatever. Right. So. That's a stretch already. So. For some people, that's not even on the table, two hundred dollars an hour. That's not even an offer that, that they would feel comfortable with or even present. Right. Even if somebody or even if the universe through a person came to them and said, hey, I want to give you money. What can you offer me? A lot of people would say, oh, I do spiritual coaching. Um, I usually charge $100 an hour, but, you know, I could do it for 50 for you. Okay, no problem, right? I, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at right now. 
I, I do do life coaching, but not spiritual coaching. Um, so, and there's a spiritual component with any type of counseling. <laughs> okay. There's a spiritual component to anything pretty much in life. So if the universe came to you and said, Hey, okay, I got you. Right. And you say, Hey, you know what? Uh, I got my two hands. How much water can you put in there so I can take it home? And the universe say, Hey, just hold them out. I'll do what I can. And guess what? All the, all the water runs through your fingers. How much are you going to be able to carry home with your two hands? Right? How much are you going to be able to live your dream with such a, with such a small offer? Listen how small it is. Listen how small the offer is. I could do it. I could do it for, uh, for 50. I normally charge a hundred. I could do it for $50. The person didn't ask you for a $50. They said, I want to work with you. The universe sent the, sent the prosperity to you, to your door, to your doorstep and said, I want to give it to you. And you said, I'll take 50. And then you have this dream. I have this dream of having this farm and bringing people out there and bringing, exposing different parts of the community to new things and sharing things with people. And I want to be able to buy my mom, my mama home. And I want to buy my dad a home and I want to support my little cousin. And I want to, right. I want to put some money on this person's books, whatever it is that you would like, what you would love to do, the generosity that's yearning to flow through you. You want to do that. And even if the universe sent you people to fill your schedule to the most, to the brim of what you could handle, literally, if the universe said, I'll give you as many clients as you can handle, how many could you handle at $50 an hour? How many could you handle? And would, let's say 40 a week, that's a lot. I'm just going to put it right now. I'm going to put it out there. That's a lot. 40 a week. You know, it's not 40 hours of 40 hour job where half of the time you're chilling and talking. No, 40 hours of focused, intense, giving all you got to your clients. Could you handle that? Right? What's 40 times 50 minus taxes? So I think what I'm getting at is what are we going to bring to the stream that the universe, you can bring You can bring whatever it is that you can create. So you have all the materials, you have all the materials, but what can you create? So for example, what do you, and if you, and if you feel like, you know what? I don't have all the materials. Okay. Where do we start to gather materials being, of course, mainly immaterial, right? Because we're talking about things on a, a, in the, in the imaginary realm. So what are things that we could do so that we could identify what materials and start building them, going to school, uh, talking to elders to get some help, reading certain books, uh, listening to certain podcasts, um, really trying to figure this out, Googling it, nothing wrong with that. And so if you know that the universe is there with the stream, what are you going to do? One of the things I might do is get a wheelbarrow, get a bunch of jugs, fill them all up and try to roll it home. Right. That's what I would try to do. And so how do we create an offer that's the equivalent of a wheelbarrow and a bunch of jugs? 
that's equivalent of a plate that we bring to the buffet. I think the universe has it out there for us. I'm still working on it. Thank you for listening to Feeling Inspired. Uh, I hope this might have sparked something, and I look forward to the next episode. Be well.